and welcome to today's episode of In Fellowship, the podcast where we explore community building through a chapter-by-chapter read of The Lord of the Rings. My name is Anna. And my name is Ellen. And in today's episode, we are discussing Book 6, Chapter 4, The Field of Cormallon, Exploring Endings in Community. Anna, I don't know if this phrase stuck out to you while you were reading, um, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. Mm. The praise them with great praise that we said <laughs> literally six million times in this chapter. Mm-hmm. What would you have them cry out upon seeing the hobbits instead of praise them with great praise? Because I think I think we could do better. Hype them up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Go, uh, yeah, I would say something that's a little bit more succinct. Mm-hmm. Praise them might be sufficient. <laughs> but how will we know what we're praising them with if we mm. just say praise them? I think, you know, we got to let the people make their own choices. Mm-hmm. I feel like praise is a pretty specific word to use. So yes. I don't think we need to say, like, great praise. But I think you could say right like these are heroes praise them right mm-hmm. so you're just like setting the tone for they did something magnificent yeah praise them accordingly or like praise the hobbits praise, praise the to stout the hearts from the shire yes <laughs> yeah instead of pray or yeah just praise them praise <laughs> praise them with great praise praise them with okay praise praise them with regular praise i mean it's very strange i also fell down a google hole trying to figure out why tolkien wrote this Mm. internet's confused too uh there was one guy in one chat who was like this is a line from beowulf but i couldn't find anything else to back that up so Mm. i i don't know Yeah, I feel I feel uncertain about that. I think the other thing to consider, as we discussed at length in our last episode, is there is a bit of like a linguistic nod here, maybe, if someone is like shouting a command, but in the common tongue, right? Maybe this is a direct translation of a more succinct or a bit more culturally specific something in like something else. Right. So... Who who knows? Who knows? Um, but not if the, the internet's internet. confused, like yeah. you and I are not going to devise a solution here today. I will try to work this into my <laughs> daily vocabulary somehow. There mm-hmm. is a selection of hilarious memes that end with praise them with great praise. So if you have some free time, I would look up praise them with great praise memes. Mm. I had a little chuckle. Okay. Will do. I mean, like, what would you say in our modern day lives is something that you would be willing to cry out, praise them with great praise? I think you could only use it with irony, mm. but it's it's not a it's not a versatile phrase. <laughs> mm. I I was really musing that it would be appropriate in any kind of someone has brought like a really glorious snack. Or your coffee order is ready or like your food Mm -hmm. is brought to you. Right. Like when someone sets dumplings down on your table. (laughs) Praise them with great praise. Mm -hmm. And you like Mm -hmm. bang your forks on the table. Right. Exactly right. That's Mm -hmm. kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So those are some options where we can praise, praise them with great praise. But first, before we can dive deeper into 
why we're praising the hobbits mm-hmm. we need to hear your story uh and to today's theme for your story is endings yes so please take it away anna i will do just that so when i thought about endings one of the endings that perhaps made most of an impression on me was um graduation from college often you know your semesters end with like this flurry of finals right so i was usually kind of uh, an anxious wreck around that time trying to stay on top of things and make sure things were turned in and there's all of this then or at least I felt all of this then pressure to like get your courses registered and make sure all of that's set up. Usually you're heading maybe home for a break or something. So there's like all of this flurry of activity. And as graduation became imminent, there was the there was this like very silent lack of activity that would happen after that. And so I was really kind of spiraling about like what do I do? Where do I go? I have to make all these decisions. I'm now going to be like a quote unquote adult. (laughs) Like I feel uh, it was just a big deal. And it was something that like was not missed by my, my roommates as well. So one in particular and I had a lot of very lengthy conversations around graduation and where would we go and what did we want to do and how were your job applications going and and all that kind of stuff or a lot of tears shed um one notable moment i think we were on the we're in the kitchen because you're always in the kitchen right like that's where snacks are that's where meaty conversations happen we're sitting on the floor and both of us are crying just trying to like figure out what happens next and in part, it was it was a big ending as well, because I really did appreciate and love my roommates. And we were going to move into this part of our lives where there was no guarantee that we were going to live together. People were transitioning to, to other elements. Some of us weren't graduating. So it was just, you know, it was a big shift. And as we discussed what the day would look like and um, what we wanted, we determined that we were going to do a photo shoot, not not unlike what um, some maybe high school seniors do, and sort of celebrate these different like spaces and moments from our career. And we did that once we received our degree holder. So we hadn't received our degrees yet, right? Because you still have to get all your grades in and everything has to be confirmed. But we had our degree holder. Um, and so we walked around campus and took photos at a bunch of different memorable locations and it was such a lovely sort of ritual of remembering these spaces that were formative to us that felt important to us as we were reflecting back on our time and that it now has served as kind of a time capsule for memories of my graduation because my social media will then remind me that okay this happened you know 10 years ago this happened eight years ago and you'll be able to look through the photos and be like oh yeah that's right I took this photo thinking you know it was important to me then and now I'm kind of remembering my pathway to go to these different courses it just felt like there was an urgency to document what we had done and to celebrate all of the trials of you know making it through four years of of college And I thought about that kind of in relationship to all of the celebrations and reflections and mornings that happen in our chapter here today. Um, And so there's some really like amazing photos from that weekend, too, of um, me at some of my favorite locations and just being really like silly and giddy about graduating, but also being very, I don't know, reflective about four years being a pretty amazing journey. So it felt apropos of our chapter today. 
I agree that I feel like it, it's it's good to have some sort of it's almost like you guys were creating a ceremony um, mm-hmm. or some sort of ritual to mark the the passage of time and this this ending of your collegiate career mm-hmm. that was much more personal than just you know sitting in a in a big auditorium or a stadium and listening to a speaker you know talk to the entire graduating class as one Mm -hmm. so i'm glad you guys were able to have that more more intimate community moment of of marking that ending me too and the photos are um (laughs) i was looking through them last night and i was laughing i sometimes think i'm really funny and the captions Mm -hmm. on some of these photos is they're really entertaining Mm -hmm. so i was Mm -hmm. it was a nice moment to remember you know, to to be able to lose sight of some of the immediacy and the details of like, oh my God, turning in a paper or whatever professor I didn't get along with and, and really just kind of appreciate the moment of we did it. We did a really big thing and we were able to celebrate it. We did it. We did it. But no stand, in, stand in the hallway <laughs> that I walked through. Yeah, exactly. They sound very funny. I haven't seen these pictures, uh, but they sound like a combination of earnest and tongue in cheek. They they were absolutely that. Um, I took a really so there was my apartment was located just off of campus, and so to get onto campus you had to kind of cross over this like footbridge. And I took a photo of this footbridge, and the caption is like, "This I walked over this bridge every day. It is not as majestic as this photo would make it look." <laughs> like, I'm so glad that I wrote this. <laughs> because why else would you take this photo but it was it was a delightful it was a delightful moment i'll send Uh, it to you yeah please show me the pics so yeah that was my celebration of an ending um and i feel like there's an appropriate level of pomp and circumstance for what was ultimately a much more grave much more serious and much more sweeping impact for Frodo and Sam's end to a journey than my graduation from college. Mm-hmm. But um, there were some parallels. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Your own ring of doom. <laughs> my own ring of doom, a.k.a. my bachelor's degree. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was kind of my, my thinking about the theme. But, you know, we have to talk about what happened in the chapter. We have to talk about the praise. We have to talk about the parties. We have to talk about all that happened. So, Ellen, would you run us through the events yes i think if this chapter i think if tolkien wrote this chapter now and it was it was coming out in this day and age we would call this the fan service chapter because Mm. literally every positive thing that they have been thinking about for the past two and a half two and three quarters books is occurring and i love it i love a happy ending like please pander to me give me what i want i want a nice little bow and Mm -hmm. my goodness it is wrapped up so Mm -hmm. (laughs) we begin with the battle so we're, we're going back i don't know maybe like 20 minutes from the end of the last chapter back in time and the coming of the eagles then as Gandalf calls out, the eagles are coming. There's this shift in the mood where it's like some sort of spell is broken on all of the, the hordes of Mordor. And they're like, wait, what is happening? The captains of Gondor are heart, hardened, heartened. And then there's like a boom and a crash and all of the towers of Mordor fall down. All of the enemies fly away except for a few. But it's like whatever spell was 
filling their hearts with malice is gone. The, the wind lord Gwai here comes down to chat with Gandalf. And Gandalf asks him to please carry him one one last time. Gandalf's flying home. <laughs> one last time. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, so Gandalf, you know, gets on Gwai here. And then we have another cut. And now we're looking at Frodo and Sam. Mount Doom is exploding everywhere. Frodo's like, that's fine. We're just going to die here. But Sam persists in trying. And he said, maybe we could just, you know, scoot away from the lava, which they do. But then the ash overcomes them. They fall unconscious and they totally miss Gwaihir and his company of eagles coming to scoop them up and carry them to safety. We jump again. We don't know how much time has passed. And Sam is awakening in the field of Cormallon, which is in Athelion. Gandalf is there. Frodo is there. Sam is just so happy to see everybody and can't believe what's happening. Gandalf says we're going to go meet the king. And he makes them put on the clothes that they literally journeyed in for the last almost year. And that was egregious. What? I was so upset. <laughs> Sam's like, what should we wear? First of all, what are you wearing right now? Whatever, you know, they've put you in. It's got to be better than like what must be stiff with filth mm-hmm. clothes. Mm-hmm. Even if they wash it. Even if crusty. they wash this. Which it sounds like they're not. It feels like they're kind of trying to make their clothes into like some sort of artifact. I was so mad about that. <laughs> And Gandalf makes such a big deal out of, like, I think he's trying to market them as as looking more heroic than they do, maybe, in their, like, whatever clothes they're healing yeah. in. But it's like, let, let's let take a step back. What's yeah. the big picture here? I feel like it's going to be okay. Yeah. Have them wear the regular clothes. You could bring out the gross clothes. You could, like, have them laid flat in, like, a shadow box you know, pinned up like a, a shadow Frodo and Sam. I imagine that being like a a retirement of like a number for yes. sports where they like lift them on a pulley yes, system. <laughs> that is what we should do. They right. don't need to put them back on. They do not need no. to do that. But anyway, so they're wearing their nasty clothes and then they go meet the king and surprise, it's Aragorn. And this is the part where everybody is bowing and kneeling and praising them with great praise. And it is said so many times. They sit with Aragorn and a minstrel comes out to sing the song of Frodo of the Nine Fingers and the Ring of Doom. And Sam literally loses his mind. He's like, this is the only thing I've ever wished for in my entire life. And it's coming true. I can't believe it. They have a feast. They're reunited with Pippin and Mary, and then Legolas and Gimli. Everyone chats. And the chapter ends with the whole host of all of these, you know, men who had come to fight. Everybody packing up. It's been a few weeks. And they get in the ships, sail out to Gondor, where they set up camp outside Minas Tirith to await Aragorn's entry into the city the following day as king. Such a good chapter. Praise them with great praise. Praise them with great praise. Behold. Yeah, there was a behold. There was also a behold. Was there? Oh, and no, I missed it. 
I'm pretty sure there was. Um, and if not, let's just make sure that there was one. I'm sure I it, it rings a bell. There's been so many beholds. I think there was one. So many. When like things fell down. Yes, I believe. I believe that's where. Yes. On my second page of the chapter, the captains bowed their heads, and when they looked up again, behold, their enemies were flying, and the power of Mordor was scattering like dust in the wind. How funny, though, if that hadn't happened, and they all, like, pause to bow their heads, and then they look up, and it's like, oh, no, they're closer now than they were before. (laughs) There's an onslaught of enemy. Oh, no. How could this have happened? Behold. Behold, we stopped and... (laughs) looked around and that was a mistake and that was a tactical error but no they all they all make it through what a joyful chapter what a what a fun cheery happy chapter and i'm sure you saw a lot of examples in there of endings i did would you like to walk us through some of your examples i would love to do that so my first example is page my page 279 which is basically and it's basically the whole first page of the chapter (laughs) where the power of mordor is being released and everything is falling and everything is ending so a couple of quotes here quote the towers of the teeth swayed tottered and fell down the mighty rampart crumbled the black gate was hurled in ruin and um, from far away now dim now growing now mounting to the clouds there came a drumming rumble a roar a long echoing roll of ruinous noise and then gandalf proclaims the realm of sauron is ended so um, a very clear and very visual ending and a very dramatic ending. And a very dramatic ending. Yes, we love some pageantry. Do you think Gandalf can do the thing that they do in Harry Potter when they go sonorous and then their voice is really loud? Because it feels like <laughs> he's speaking to everybody and not just like standing there and speaking to himself. I presume that he can do some level of that because he's heard like over the battle right. when the eagles are coming so i have to imagine there's some level of amplification it's got a strong diaphragm and some serious lung capabilities that's part of what happens when you transition from gray to white yeah. is you get a stronger diaphragm oh how helpful that's canon probably yeah i think <laughs> i read that in the cimmerillion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then on my page 280 Um, We have Sam and Frodo exchanging some words as they lay down um, and are just exhausted. So Frodo and Sam are exchanging some words, and Sam says to Frodo, quote, Yes, I'm with you, Masterling. Frodo's wounded hand gently to his breast, and you're with me, and the journey's finished. So kind of a nice, I mean, ultimately, I think Sam is trying to focus maybe on the positives in this situation and just say, you know, we've done what we came here to do. The, the journey is done. And then Frodo, being the super helpful, super pessimist that he is, responds, maybe not Sam, said Frodo, but it's like things are in the world. Hopes fail, an end comes. We have only a little time to wait now, which is just a big bummerville of a statement. He's wrong. And he's also deeply wrong, but... He's carried a very negative energy for a long time, and he's very tired, so I will give him a little bit of leeway, but that's him ending. I, li- I do like the 
the literary tactic here that we get the same line twice just to sort of Mm -hmm. set us in the timeline of where we are. So, because the last chapter ends with, I am glad that you are here with me, said Frodo here at the end of all things. And then we're literally picking back up with them right at that moment. And that's just so smart. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, you're you're right. It is very helpful to have that kind of marker because otherwise it, it gets a little lost, like when and how and, and who is doing exactly what when. So then let's see. On page two, my page 283... We have a misconception, a fair misconception by Sam ending when he realizes that Gandalf is not dead. And he very literally says, quote, Gandalf, I thought you were dead. But then I thought I was dead myself. So I like this kind of ending of Sam's maybe grief for the loss of Gandalf. And he's been kind of lamenting the loss of his leadership and reflecting on, you know, what Gandalf would do in these situations, not realizing that Gandalf did not perish um, in Moria. And so I liked I liked this moment, a positive ending for Sam. I can't believe Sam didn't think that they were just all dead together. I think if I woke up to that, I'd be like, are, are we all, we're all dead, right? We're all dead together. <laughs> and I thought that is kind of what he was saying with the, but then I thought I was dead myself. Is everything sad going to become untrue? What's happened to the world? So I'm not quite sure if he's like fully aware in that moment that he is not dead. And it's not until Gandalf gives him the lowdown on what all happened that he's like, oh, yeah, all right, cool. Trucking mm-hmm. along in that living thing. Okay, then on that same page for me, there is an interesting comment from Gandalf about um, how timekeeping has now changed. So, quote, The 14th of the New Year, said Gandalf, or if you like, the 8th day of April in the Shire Reckoning. But in Gondor, the New Year will always now begin upon the 25th of March when Sauron fell and when you were brought out of the fire to the king. So... There's an ending of the previous year, which I really like, being able to say all of that negative stuff that happened in the old year. Mm-hmm. We have a new, fresh year. It's going to be great. And that they also kind of ended their entire timekeeping system. And so now we're going to move into something new. Yeah, which was, it's crazy that they just changed their calendar. The logistics of that, that feels like a, a move that somebody made in the excitement of the moment. And then we didn't fully think through how many things that's going to address. Well, and I had, I really thought about that for quite some time because I was like, what level of impact does time and year keeping have on this population, which is pretty agrarian Mm -hmm. still. And so there isn't an exact like nine to five job. No one's punching in, punching out of a clock. They're probably, I don't know about literacy, right? But likely there's a lot of direction being given from leadership to their communities so like does it truly change anything for anybody if they are now in a new year i mean like how do birthdays work (laughs) yeah is really where i ended how do birthdays work if you had an appointment with your cobbler you know on (laughs) april 27th Mm -hmm. are you always for the next you know remainder of this year are you going to be doing that math in your head of like okay in the old calendar it's this day right and is it truly like is that how someone would interact with someone else like are we saying that 
you know, you would schedule a cobble that that ahead of time? Or do you just like know. come back next Tuesday and next Tuesday it's is still next same, Tuesday? Right? <laughs> it's just a different year. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mystery. Mystery. So the end the end of maybe clarity around time, but certainly the end of an old timekeeping system. Yes. Then on my page 287 a discussion about sort of getting to the end of the feast. So Pippin is chatting with Frodo. Frodo and Sam are so excited to see Pippin and Mary. They want to catch up. And so Pippin says, quote, there are indeed, said Pippin, turning towards him, and we'll begin telling them as soon as this feast is ended. In the meantime, you can try Gandalf. So I like this, that there's... um something to look forward to at the end of all like the pomp and circumstance and and really it feels like what sam and frodo would crave is the ability to like get to have a conversation share enjoy and grief with their their close friends from the shire right then on page 288 the day is ending and the sun is gone and there's just a lot of conversation happening everybody's the fellowship is getting back together they're they're discussing their journeys up until that point and i particularly love this image because to me it's like the time after all of your friends are at your house and everybody is kind of eaten and you know you're maybe having some beverages and you're sitting around and you're just chatting that's like one of my favorite moments usually at a at a party or at a holiday and so i really like this image of them having this very restful and community-based conversation. Yeah, it's a very wholesome end to the day and also end to their their journey. It's like they're catching everybody up like where have you been for the past 3 months? Mm-hmm. What have you been mm-hmm. up to? <laughs> right, right. And then uh sort of my last example is on page 289 and it's it's Legolas so it's a little oh, off God. color from the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the chapter so um they're kind of chatting about you know what do we do next and legolas indicates that some of the his folk shall remove hither and that he then cites a little bit of a poem and in the poem it's a song (laughs) well in the song quote for our days are ending and our years failing, I will pass the wide waters, lonely sailing. Long are the waves of the last shore falling. Sweet are the voices in the lost isle calling. And then um, a couple more lines and, quote, and so singing, Legolas went away down the hill. <laughs> I thought that part was so funny. Like, imagine you're sitting around the fire in someone's backyard and somebody just starts singing and stands up and keeps singing and then just walks away and keeps singing. Right, right, because, like, everybody else is like, I'm tired, we got to go to bed, we're still all healing, and Legolas is like, it's, you know, healing enough for me to just walk in the wood, and then he just scoots away singing, and it's Mm -hmm. it's incredible, it's very on brand. He's such a goof. (laughs) He is, he's such a space cadet sometimes, I love it. It would be funny if elves really weren't like this but he just got to play it up because he's the only elf there and then he goes right. back and talks to his elf friends he's like yeah i like them to think that we're kookier than we really are <laughs> so i sing or that a ton. Legolas is, is just this kooky and yes. like all the other elves are like 
mm, okay. <laughs> why why are you like this? <laughs> yeah, we have questions about you in particular. Uh-huh. And so those were those were my examples. I mean, really the whole chapter is about obviously ending and sort of starting a new beginning, um, but those were the examples I found the most salient. Thank you for bringing those. It's fun to finally have like a happy chapter to just kind of sit in. It is a breath of fresh air to not have it be like, and then we described Mordor's landscape again, and it's a real, it's a real sad situation. The earth vomited up to the dead trees, which were straining and reaching against. Yeah, we don't need any more of that. We're done. We're done with that. Um, which like maybe is not so great of a transition into our talking with Tolkien because I do have at least one quote about oh Mordor God. falling apart. Um, and I really like the writing. Well, <laughs> you go first then for talking with Tolkien because mine are all cheery. Okay. So I have two. And like I said, the first is a bit grim. It starts on my page 279. As when death smites the swollen brooding thing that inhabits their crawling hill and holds them all in sway ants will wander witless and purposeless and then feebly die so the creatures of sauron orc or troll or beast spell enslaved ran hither and thither mindless i just really vibe with that (laughs) yeah i mean it's a good it's a good example i totally it's i get what he is describing and then a bit more a bit more fun is my other quote on my page 286 where Sam is so excited to hear the the song from the minstrel and everybody's like having a really good time and so let's see quote where pain and delight flow together and tears are the very wine of blessedness and I just really liked that phrase um where grief and, and joy are kind of mixed all in one yeah, that was good. That's a good line. Yeah. So those are my those are my quotes, kind of both either end of the spectrum there. Yeah, but, you uh, got it all. <laughs> what as did this chapter? As did mm-hmm. this chapter. Uh what were your examples? My first one is on my page two forty six. It's another Sam Sam moment. Quote, then as a sweet rain will pass down a wind of spring and the sun will shine out the clearer. His tears ceased and his laughter welled up, which I liked. It's like, yay! his tears are the little spring rain and out comes the sun and Sam is just so happy. And uh, Gandalf had asked him, how do you feel? And he's like, how do I feel? I don't even know what to tell you. He waved his arms in the air. <laughs> which I totally happy get. flailing. Happy flailing. And then I had I had one more. This is in the moment where all of the fellowship are sitting around chit-chatting, talking about, you know, what they saw. And then, quote, But amidst all these wonders, he returned always to his astonishment at the size of Merry and Pippin. <laughs> and this is when he makes him stand back to back. And he's like, I cannot understand how you got any taller. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy. You're too old for a growth spurt. Yeah, that's a really... It's really lovely, and Gimli talks to them about, you know, mortals can't go drinking ent drafts and expect no more to come of them than a pot of beer, and Sam's like, what are even ents? Like, ents? I have missed so much. We're talking about orcs, we're talking about glittering caves, where there's ents, there's ships, 
But most important to me is how on earth did you get three inches taller? taller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's amazing. Focus in. So those are some those are some wonderful talking with Tolkings. Let's let's take a shift back to our theme at hand of endings and hear what action item you have for us and the for us to strengthen our community. Okay. Well, I have my action item is one that kind of focuses us on the maybe ritualizing, if that's a word, of of endings. So I think we have a tendency, if your brain works like my brain, to to characterize endings as maybe a loss or something negative. And I think that can be true. But we also maybe then lose sight a little bit of what comes next and, and what we might be excited about. So I'd say that to process endings, really write down one thing you've learned from this thing that is ending and three things that you're excited about in this new phase and to share them with to share them with someone in your community so that you can kind of hold yourself to oh yeah those were the things i was excited about yes this thing ended but you know here's this next thing that i'm going to be able to do and and that's really cool for these reasons i love a writing prompt and i think this will help me work th- i don't have any particular endings coming up i'm not really in a transitional period of life right now but i'm sure one will come and I think that's a that's a helpful way to move through something that can sometimes feel a little bit big, a little bit scary, a little bit exciting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or take a, you know, photo journal yeah. if, if you feel so inclined. Just a random example that I'm thinking of in my mind there. <laughs> Just a random example yeah. that I'm thinking of that we definitely didn't talk about also as, as something I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Send me some of those pictures. I want to I want to see the I want to see the photo journal. They're pretty, I will send them to you. They're amazing. (laughs) Today's podcast was brought to you by the hit new single, Frodo of the Nine Fingers and the Ring of Doom, now available on iTunes. Our music is by Robert Zahn and Simon Dom. If you have thoughts on today's episode or homework assignment, send us a voicemail or email at infellowshippodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to take care of your community, stay hydrated, and thank you for joining us today in fellowship. Are these pipes so loud in the background, Ellen? Yeah, for the last like five episodes, there's been like at least 10 minutes of it where there's been pipes in your background. That's so annoying. I don't like, understand. Eventually it stops. Okay. Moving on. Can you hear the uh, ambulance? Yes, a little bit. <laughs> it's going great. We're having a good time.